Welcome into another edition of the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. I'm your host, DP Sidhu. So glad to have you joining us from wherever you are, whether you're working from home or you're working from work or wherever. Just uh, glad to have you with us. I am working from home because it's been a virtual off season. And as of maybe mid-March, which was the last time I was in the building right before my kids' spring break, I was planning to go on spring break, did not go on spring break, and I've been home ever since working from home. So, um, just, uh, you know, holding things down and setting, settling into a routine as much as the rest of us are. And so I thought, you know, we don't really get a chance to interview players the way we normally do in a regular off season. We'd have OTAs and I would get to pull a guy off the field after practice and, and chat with them, chat with the rookies. So since that hasn't happened, I have gotten a few Zoom calls, uh, Zoom interviews with some players like uh, Justin Reed and Keon Crossan here this offseason, but I thought it might be nice to go back and dig into the archives and retell some of my favorite stories and and sort of put out my favorite interviews from the regular season that maybe you only heard the first time or maybe you missed part of it and bring it back. So I think I'm going to kick off this series with a guy who just signed a long-term contract extension. He is in year five. He is a pro bowler and he has totally, totally changed the look of this Texans offensive line. Left tackle Laramie Tunsil. He was traded to Houston, as you all know, right before the start of the regular season. Um, Many of us did not know that Laramie Tunsil was going to be the left tackle, and Laramie Tunsil himself did not know he was going to be the left tackle because he was very much preparing for his week one start with the Miami Dolphins. So the first time that Laramie actually spoke to the media was in the locker room, I think maybe a little after Maybe it was after the New Orleans game, but it was he had been here a little while. And he was great with the media. He was funny, very relaxed. He was wearing um, a concert tee and just very, very uh, for, forthright and answering questions, very laid back. But then after that, he sort of settled in his routine and just wanted to get to work. So he did not really do a lot of interviews after that. But I was lucky enough that uh, he agreed to do this interview with me in about October He'd been here for maybe a little over a month, uh, but in talking to him, he really didn't want to talk about football. He didn't want to, you know, get into what the offensive line was doing and, you know, you know anything of that nature or anything on the field. He, he didn't really want to get into any of that. So I said, look, that's, hey, that's totally fine because he didn't know me, but I said, look, my interviews, I really enjoy getting to know players on a more personal level. So we do talk a little bit of football, but I'm more than happy to talk about your hobbies and interests and anything but. So... I held to my promise and he agreed to the interview. And I mean, I'm going to tell you, it was a challenge to try to come up with what I was going to talk to him about because in my precursory uh, detective work, i.e. Google search, there really wasn't a lot of information about Laramie Tunsil as far as, hey, what he likes to do and his hobbies. Now, of course, the Google searches that did come up were the negative things in the news, which, you know, he'd sort of put to bed and put past him with his play on the field. So, you know, I did a little bit of searching. He wasn't super active on social media yet. He kept a low profile on Twitter and Instagram, but I did find a few entertaining uh, bits of information about him. I think I probably surprised him with uh, some of my stalking abilities and what I was able to find. And so I sat down with Laramie and it was an interview unlike any other interview that I've done. I would say maybe Arian Foster, when I sat down with Arian Foster several years ago, it was akin to that where, you know, it was very much a conversation and, you know, we were just sort of talking because you could sort of tell that he didn't really want to be in a formal interview setting. Some guys like that because they know it, they expect it, they know how to, 
answer questions in that setting. And other guys just really shy away from that. So Laramie is very much the creative type. He's, he's into music, much like Arian was and is as well. So uh, we talked about that. We talked about really who he is as a person and what he likes to do. And so I hope you really enjoy hearing and seeing this side of Laramie uh, from my interview. I'll also, as a bonus at the end of this podcast, I will play a little bit of my interview with him from the Pro Bowl because uh, I traveled to Orlando with our team of uh, uh, the two uh, two Tylers, Tyler Sedarth, Tyler, Tyler, Tyler Marcotte, and Jesse Clark, who was handling social media at the time. And, you know, we followed them around, him and Deshaun, around during Pro Bowl week and the practices. So I did catch up with him there. It was his first Pro Bowl. We'll get into that a little bit later. But first, here is my one-on-one with Laramie Tunsil. And you know what? You can take the fastest internet to the house with Xfinity XFi. Stream the Texans all season long on every in-home device. No matter where you watch, this is beyond Wi-Fi. This is XFi. Xfinity, proud partner of the Houston Texans and proud partner of the Deep Slant podcast. Here he is, your starting left tackle for the Houston Texans, Laramie Tunsil, my best my best of interview series kicking off right here on the Deep Slam Podcast. Laramie, welcome to the studio. Glad to be here. Have you for ever been sure. on this side of the hall no, day before? Never, never. You've not? Never. All right, not. starting left tackle. Mm-hmm. You're amazing. We all know that. But I feel like people really want to know who the real Laramie is. Let's do it. So the first day that you actually spoke to the media, you were wearing your Guns N' Roses 1992 tour shirt. Of course. And I don't know if you know this, but the media, like, fell in love with you. Really? After they the did. Guns N' Roses, huh? Well, not so much that. I mean, I think everything, like just how you were with them and, you know, you, music. You've talked about your taste in music. Mm-hmm. Pink Floyd is one of your favorites. Yes, yes, ma'am. Pink Floyd. Is that your sure. favorite? Probably my, more than my favorite. Yeah, it's Pink Floyd, then probably System of a Down. Oh, so okay. Yeah, System of a Down with a heavy metal. Can I ask you, you've got this like Mount Rushmore of music artists on your back. Yes. Who, I, I mean, I don't want to stare, but who are they? Because I. Jimi I Hendrix. Okay. Tupac, Bob Marley, and Prince. Okay, so those are your top, yeah, top four. Top top four and then top genres I like. Hip-hop, rock, R&B. Okay, your musical taste is pretty varied, and you like some old-school stuff. Like love some old-schools, love some like, blues. You do? You're yeah. like an old soul. Mm-hmm. How did you get into that kind of music? I don't know, it kind of just like came to me when I was in college. It's funny to say, because I really wasn't like this in high school. What did you like in high school? Like straight hip-hop. Okay, okay. <laughs> straight hip-hop, and then uh-huh. when I got to college, I don't know, I just started loving old school I don't know it's it's weird yeah I think it fits your personality I did some digging on you so don't be freaked out by my stalking skills I found out your uh, go-to karaoke song is Sade No Ordinary Love oh hell yeah that's my that is my favorite (laughs) Sade song I love Sade but I I can't really picture you singing it because Sade is kind of we gotta have a karaoke night we I feel like we are doing a disservice if you don't sing it so you're into Sade too Mm -hmm. I like Sade yeah like the greatest hits is actually one of my most favorite albums yes, of, course. of all time. So in sports, if you had to do a Mount Rushmore of athletes on your back, is this basketball? Or just like this football? can be whatever you want. Oh, I won't even tough. like limit it to NFL football. That's tough. I don't watch sports like that, but um, do you watch any other sports like in your free time? Basketball, but not like that. Like you're not a diehard fan. I'm not a diehard sports fan at all. Did you play a lot of sports growing up? I in played high basketball school? and football. That was the main one. In high school. Yes. Did you do track as well? I did shot put my sophomore year, but that didn't work out well. For me. It didn't. No. Nah. Why is that? I was throwing like a 36, and I think people above me was throwing like 50s. <laughs> <laughs> so why why did the basketball thing not work out? How did you how did you go football over basketball? Uh, if I would have made it to the NBA, I've been playing point guard. So that's one thing I stopped. So you didn't want to be a point guard? I don't want to be a point guard at all. What did you want to be? 
Center, for sure. Power forward. You wanted center. to be a center Power over forward a center, yeah. Oh, all day, okay. All day, but six five, you for sure get to the NBA. You playing point guard. How tall were you in high school when you were playing basketball? Six four, six three, six four. So you grew like one more inch yeah. when you got into college. <laughs> yep. All right, so you go to Ole Miss. I feel like I would picture you more of a California guy, but how did you end up? At I like Ole Miss? I like Cali, but um, I actually had a, a official visit to Ole Miss, and Robert Kimdichie and Laquan Treadwell was there. And we came, we got there, we, we sat down in this little room, we was all talking. We was like, why would we go to Alabama or Georgia when we could just come to Ole Miss and just change the program around? Okay. And that's one thing we did. We beat Alabama, beat a lot of teams. We, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we didn't win a championship, but we won both games. So the goal was to beat a really good team like yeah, Alabama. Of course. Just to bring that program to the top, and I think that's what we did. Did you ever look at Texas? Never looked Any at Texas. Any Texas schools? No. no that was, was it ever in your thinking that you might end up one day living in Texas? Never thought that. Really? Never thought that. Did you think you'd live in California over Texas? I want to live in California when I'm done with everything, for sure. Yeah. State tax is kind of crazy, but... Well, Texas, no state tax. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, you've Florida, got that. No state tax. And you can visit California for mm, way exactly. cheaper. Mm-hmm. I mentioned California because your fashion, you're, you're probably one of the swaggiest O-linemen. Thank you. I think. And I think it's hard to do Thank as you. an O-lineman because you're a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, can I say that? Is that Yeah, of course. Say? It's cool. Right. So, how, how did you get your sense of style or fashion? That came in college, too, madam. At Ole Miss? No college. No, that came in college. Um, my brother, actually, the one who started putting me on some swag, and then I just took it over from there. Okay. Yeah. What did your did your brother play wide receiver? Wide receiver at okay. Ole Miss, yeah. Okay. From Ole so Miss. he does he dress like anybody on the Texans that you could compare him to? Uh, he does. He has his own style too. Own style. We got okay. our own style. Okay. Nobody copy nobody. Yeah. So how would you describe your style compared to most? My mine's kind of like <laughs> hippie-ish, rock and rollish modern days like old school like I'm, I'm all over the place yeah when it comes to fashion you've got your rock t-shirts mm-hmm. and then you have these gucci pants which, which was fake which were fake you yeah. made sure you uh-huh. shouldn't tell which people that because yeah, nobody would not? know you're an nfl player you why not them. no i don't want to you want fake people it. to know they're, they're, they're fake. fake yeah have you been to harwin and hillcroft in the houston area because i think never. you would really enjoy never heard of it. The is shops. that like a mall yeah, you could probably have your choice of fake Gucci's, and I don't know That's if I should be advertising. <laughs> fake Prada, Pradas. <laughs> yeah. You get your choice of fake Pradas and whatnot there. That'd be dope. I also read that you're really into aliens. Huh. What's okay, the... we digging deep here. Oh, yeah. I, right. I could be a PI detective. Okay. What's your uh, favorite alien movie of all time? I don't have... I've never seen an alien... E.T.? What? That's E.T. is an alien movie. Yeah, Men in Black, only... Predator, like... That was not alien. alien movies. Like, it's one movie I actually seen, but I just don't know the name of it. Okay, oh my what is gosh. it? I don't know. I don't is know it old? Is it? It's an old movie for sure. Old movie. Okay, is but I don't watch alien movies like that. I don't watch. I'm not a movies guy. I used to get so much stuff about that. Like people used to come pick on me and everything because, because you're I, not I, in I the don't watch movies at all. Like Lion King, I seen it one time and I don't remember anything. That's when I was young. Okay. You, why you don't like going to movie? You just don't like going to the movie theaters. You don't like the experience. Just not of a it. movie guy. Just never been. Okay. Never been a movie guy. You do like shows though. TV I love shows? concerts. Concerts. Okay. Concerts. What's TV a, shows. Uh. You because you, okay. We'll get to the shows okay. in a second. Last concert you went to. Last concert I went to was the Dreamville Fest in North Carolina. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dreamville. Mm-hmm. J Cole. Yeah. yeah, those shirts are everywhere. The Dreamville yeah. shirts. So dope. I got a couple shirts too. You got a couple. Okay, so yeah. J Cole is uh, anybody that you want to see that's on tour will be on tour. Uh, Summer Walker. <laughs> I don't know if y'all know Summer Walker. I do. I know Summer Walker. You do. Yeah, she's coming here. And I what about Lizzo? Lizzo, Lizzo, Lizzo she was just here. She's yeah. from Houston, yeah. Yeah. 
I How about like no the much? trend of the female and yeah, the of course, of I like course, that. You're yeah, very diverse yeah. in your rock and your hip-hop. But I'm looking forward to Summer Walker. I can't wait to see okay. her. I think okay. she comes down to 30th. I'm not sure. Okay, so you're big into concerts. Not yeah. in the movies, big into concerts. Mm-hmm. You are into Stranger Things, though. Oh, sh- that's my show. Right I see. There. I knew. I, I but it's knew based I like it's based on the back of the aliens. day. It's aliens, very weird. you know what I'm saying? Yes. Very weird. That's right up my alley. And the music is really good. It's yeah, good it 80s is. music. Did you see their style? It's kind of like the the 70s. It's 80s. like 80s. Yeah, 90s. for sure. I, I don't know if 80s are in yet. What well, are, are they in again? Is it old enough I, that it's, it's in, in again? for me? So you, well, you're, you're, yeah. you can probably carry that on. Mm. So you like? Is there any other show that you you binge watch? Uh, Stranger Stranger Things, Snowfall. And oh, it's a new series that just came out called Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> so is I don't it, know. It, is it about Wu Tang? It's about Wu Tang. Yeah. Oh, Talks well, about I them. mean, that yeah. does not surprise me. Yeah, you should. It's, it's a good show too. You should watch Wu Tang Clan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, travel. Do you like to travel? I do. I don't mind traveling. Okay. Where is the best place that you've ever gone on vacation? Uh, Costa Rica for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. First time going ziplining was pretty dope. Yes, that's actually I've gone ziplining in the jungle, so the dope. rainforest. So I'm a, I'm a bigger guy. So <laughs> like my, extra reinforced. I was flying down at home. It was so much fun. <laughs> well, that's a little scary though, because if you are, a I'm kind of like a daredevil though. Okay, so you like, like my biggest thing, I want to skydive. I gotta go skydiving okay. soon. Like probably this off season, I gotta go skydiving. Like jumping out of a uh, skydiving is jumping out of the. I, I always confuse it with uh, a parasailing. Skydiving is when you jump out of the. You've when you jump that. out of the plane, okay. yeah. So uh, I, I probably, I, that's not really something I would do. <laughs> where, where would you like to travel that you haven't been yet? Uh, I want to go to Greece. I want to go to uh, Amsterdam, for sure. Okay. Uh, th- Thailand. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, that's probably it so far. I don't know. I, guess. I, I like to pick places based on the food that I like. So okay. Gre- I, would, I would definitely do Greece because I love Greek food. You, yeah. you seem to be a foodie yourself, right? Of course. Big yeah. guy. How do you? So uh, yes. I found out about Greece through Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills went to Greece. He went to Greece. Yes, he said okay. the food is amazing. So I'm going to check it out. Well, you, Houston is great for trying out all these different foods, by the it way. Is. How it have is. you been able to? Have you liked Houston so far? Yes, I haven't been nowhere. I was like, have you gotten out of the <laughs> I stadium in I your have, house? No, I haven't been no. nowhere okay. besides the O-line dinner. But. How have those been? Can, can I ask, like, do you remember any of, like, a place that stands out? The to last you? place I went to was, we got a dinner tonight, but the last place I went to, Steak 48. Oh, yes, of course. So it's pretty good. Yes, it's pretty good. We're, they're known for steaks here. Yeah. Uh, so who eats the most out of the Olin group? Mm. I want to see if it's changed since you joined. I'm going to have to give it to the Rook. I'm going to give it to Titus. I was like, which one? <laughs> oh, Titus out Titus, eats everyone. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, music, just to circle back, mm-hmm. you played a lot of instruments. Mm-hmm. I thought of this because Titus can sing, from what I've heard. Yeah, he told me today he was in a choir. He was in a choir. And yeah. you play a lot of instruments. Mm-hmm. Play can you guitar. list all the instruments you play? Because I think I'm, I'm going to forget one. I know the basics of the guitar, the bass, and the piano. Okay. The keys. Okay. I know the basics. Did you teach yourself? I taught myself, yeah. I actually had a guy in Miami. That's really impressive. Yeah, I actually had a guy in Miami who taught me how to play the guitar. Yeah, so he used to give me lessons. Is it, it's not similar, though, like guitar to piano to bass? It's kind of got the same notes, but it's not similar, if that makes sense. I okay. don't know if that makes sense. You, have a beat, you had a beat pad, too, I right? I do have a beat pad. Do you make beats? I do make beats. Are you going to produce music one day, do you think? That's, that's my goal. I think that's, that's a very cool goal. That'd be dope, huh? Yeah, to make that's, some beats. That's my goal. But the main thing with music, you got to be consistent. got to be consistent with it. So, have you been practicing? Uh, since I've been down here, no. <laughs> I mean, you've got all this free time, Laramie, right? Yeah, I like, know, right? And I just go home and lay down, yeah. But yeah. Miami, I used to used to be on the music a lot. I don't have none of my equipment down here, but 
Okay. I get it done. Here I think that maybe in the off season, you and Titus, Zach Cunningham's a great singer too. Yeah. By the way. Mm-hmm, yes. Yeah. You guys should make some beats That'd together. Be dope. That's just my suggestion. All right. What other impressions of Houston before I let you go? You were complaining about traffic the other day. Traffic is horrible, bro. Yeah. You're you're a true Houstonian if you're complaining about traffic. Traffic like is horrible. I know. Worse than that. Miami. Yes. Really? Okay. Yes. I thought Miami was pretty bad. Miami is, is pretty bad, but I we can get through. You can take back roads. Houston seems like you can't take no back roads. Yeah, you got to give it a minute. I think you'll yeah. find some. Houston, cool though. It's I cool. Like All right. Well, welcome to Houston, Laramie. It's good to get to know you. For sure. All right. Thanks so much. Mm, cool. I just remember at the end of the interview when I was done recording, I had this list of things that I was going to talk to Laramie about, and when he was. And I didn't look at it at all. I didn't look at the paper at all because we were actually on camera. And so I was just trying to remember off the top of my head what was on this piece of paper. So as soon as we got done, I said, I, I looked at my paper and I was like, oh my gosh, I hope I didn't forget anything. I feel like I was forgetting something. And he said, oh, what'd you, well, he's, he's like, what'd you forget? And I, I, I forget what it was, but there was one or two questions in there. And uh, he was very entertained by the fact that I had a list of questions and he answered them for me after the fact. But, uh, you know, it was, um, he's, he's a, He's one of my favorite players, I think, in the locker room to just chat with when he does want to chat. It's not his favorite thing to do, but, you know, when he talks, he's always very open and honest and very, very funny. So he doesn't like to talk about football too much, likes to talk about other things, which is totally fine by me. Um, The one time he did talk about football was at the 2020 Pro Bowl in Orlando because that was the first time Laramie Tunsil had been named to a Pro Bowl. He said that it was something that he had dreamt of and and written down as a goal for himself as a kid on a piece of paper. And I remember during the season, he said that, uh, you know, blocking the blind side of Deshaun Watson uh, gave him a lot more visibility than he had in Miami. And so, you know, he'd been playing at a high level for several years now, but he really credited being able to play with Deshaun Watson as, as really putting himself out there so people could see what what he was capable of doing. And you know what? And the two of them are really good friends now, actually, because they are working out in the offseason. Tunsil, after he signed his contract extension, did um, a press conference with the media and said that they were working out about four times a week. They talked almost every day. They were talking about how, what you know, their goals for 2020 and how they just wanted to get things done. So a great friendship that has really blossomed. And I think that being there together at the Pro Bowl, the two of them probably uh, solidified that uh, even more so. So here's a little bit of my interview with with Laramie from the Pro Bowl. It's a short one because it was kind of rainy and it was after practice, but uh, we got a, got a chance to catch up with him after his first day of practice. All right, I'm here with Laramie Tunsil, Pro Bowler Laramie Tunsil, after his uh, first day of practice. Laramie, what's it like to be back out here in Orlando? You're hobnobbing with some of the best of the NFL. For sure, for sure. Man, it's a great opportunity just to be out here in Orlando with a great group of guys, man. I'm here with my quarterback, D4, and we're just having fun. It was a great it was a great day, chill day. We didn't do much, so I'm just enjoying it, man. I can't wait to see the fans, you know, sign a couple autographs, take a couple pictures. It's a little bit of a different pace than the regular season. Have you had a chance to sort of decompress now after your first season with the Texans and sort of relax a little bit? Yeah, it's only been a week, but, you know, I probably need a couple more weeks just to decompress that, that loss we had. But, you know, it, it was fun, you know, just to be out here with a group, great group of guys. Let's keep going. You said you were out there with Deshaun Watson, but also Ryan Tannehill. So you left tackle exactly. for both these guys out here. What was it like being out here with them? them? It's just a great opportunity to have both of them guys here. You know, I had uh, Ryan Tannehill in Miami and D4 down here in Houston, but it was fun, man. Just had a great group of these guys around us. Do you ever talk? Do you talk to some of your former Dolphins players and sort of reflect on the year that you had, especially for you, the way you ended up with the Texans? And here you are. Who would have thought at the end of the season you'd be in your Pro Bowl? Or maybe you did think that, but 
You know, what have you thought about this first year and when you look back to where it all began? It was a long journey and I'm just glad to be in this position right now. You know, I was talking to Jarvis and we were talking about our old days in Miami and you know, how we had fun. You know, we won some games, we lost some games, but just to be here, it's a great opportunity. How excited are you for this offseason? Because now you get the whole offseason to work with like Max Sharping and Titus Howard, all your offensive linemen. To get to work with them through the offseason, a chance that you didn't have last year, how much better do you think that you guys can be having that chemistry? I for sure think we're going to improve. Just me being here with the whole offensive line, me, Nick, you know, Zach, Max, and uh, having top back, we're going to improve for sure. I saw you talking to a group of the offensive linemen out there in the end zone. So uh, what, do, what do you guys talk about out there? Nothing It's good to be here for sure. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, Larry. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. That was a lot of fun. And for anyone that thinks the Pro Bowl is not important, hey, it is really important to some of these guys, especially the ones that make it here for the first time because they get to talk to the best of the best throughout the NFL, guys they've looked up to but never had a chance to meet. And and they're just all out there chatting. They're all teammates. So it's it's really a fun dynamic to watch. I like going out there because not only can we talk to our players, we can talk to the best of the best from, from the other teams and find out what they think about J.J. Watt or Deshaun Watson and, uh, you know, and, and find out where where they are, where they stack up among the best of the best in the NFL. So anyway, that's the first of my best of series. I've got lots more in in the bag. So if there's somebody that you particularly want to hear or that you missed during the season and you want me to play, just uh, give me a shout out on Twitter or, or send me a message. I'm at Deep Slant and I'd be more than happy to, to dig out those interviews. And for now, I hope you're all staying safe and keeping up with Texans All Access. It's on every night from 6 to 7 p.m. Uh, Mark Vandermeer, John Harris bringing you the latest with what's going on in the NFL. It's probably the question I get asked the most when I'm out and about in my neighborhood, people asking what's going to happen with the season. So the latest and greatest developments every single day on Texans All Access. You don't want to miss it. And as far as our players and what's going on with the team, be sure, be sure, be sure to check out HoustonTexans.com because myself, Drew Doherty, John Harris, Mark Vandermeer, we're all putting out stories every single day. And it seems like the offseason, but really there's no offseason. There's always news to report. And with that, I'm going to wrap up this podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. And thank you so much for listening. And as, uh, as always, go Texans.